Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Hire Us Hollywood, the podcast where me and Jackie pitch ridiculous ideas for Hollywood on the TV shows that they should be making. Um, I am Diana, and our other host is Jackie. Me! And <laughs> a little fun fact about Jackie is that she always has a hot scoop. And one time when I was on vacation and I came back from vacation, I was like, Jackie, like, what did I miss this week? Like, what's the hot scoop? She's like, well, the only exciting thing that happened is that our one coworker ate a three- patty like size burger from five guys and i didn't think he could do it but he did and i was it like was, okay <laughs> i'm still shocked and befuddled that our co-worker literally ate a triple from five guys with the fries and the soda and then i watched him go into the fridge and eat more ice cream <laughs> i'm still very amazed by this folks but it was like my favorite thing because I was like, oh, I haven't been here for a week. What happened? You're like, well, all that happened was me ate a triple cheeseburger. <laughs> okay. But anyways, Jackie's clearly a really great gossip scoop. I always got the hot blogger. scoop. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Diana has always taught me well, but I'm like still thinking that is one of the most amazing things I've watched is watching somebody who's less than five foot two and skinny eat a triple cheeseburger in one sitting and then still be like not incapacitated. But alas, <laughs> my fun fact today for Diana is that she is a Photoshop artiste. Uh, so something really fun about Diana is a lot of times when we have friend parties, people will come up with a theme and then they report back to Diana and Diana will then like Photoshop people's faces in. And if you're like, I don't understand what that means, it's like for our annual Tyra Thanksgiving, she chooses one of our coworkers and photoshops them in for Lindsay Lohan in the movie Life Size with Tyra Banks. Or our friend Stephanie had like a French bougie party and she photoshopped her in as like some of the queens. So I don't think anybody should ever underestimate Diana's Photoshop skills. I just want to give a shout out to um, my college for requiring me to take one art class to graduate, and I took Photoshop 101, so I'm getting all all my money's <laughs> worth out of it. Know how to use that, that blur tool, use those layers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you ever need it, Diana will come through clutch. Yeah, I'm your girl if you want crudely Photoshopped <laughs> images. But isn't that, like, the best part of Photoshop? Yeah. I have one I'm really proud of, of my friend, um, Jennifer. We also call her Grandma Goat because I've, I've said this so many times that we, me and my friends like started, and by me and my friends, it's just me, started a rumor that she grew up on a goat farm in Kansas and everyone was like, oh yeah, checks out, checks out. So like for her birthday, I photoshopped like, it was this like Easter photo of a child sitting next to a ghost a ghost jesus a goat and <laughs> and it's just like my favorite thing i've ever done because her face matches so perfectly and it's just like a small child and it's like her grown like adult face <laughs> and it's like, i'm gonna send you the picture jackie and i know podcast is like clearly like a not a visual medium but just imagine imagine that folks just imagine Grandma just goat. see it see it in your brain and yeah but again, this is not what this podcast is about. 
But it does but, foreshadow the shenanigans for this week's episode. So this week's episode, we're going to do it a little differently. Diana and I are going to pitch it together. But this one is based off of uh, something that we almost got to execute with our friend group. And when you're like, what shenanigans are you guys thinking of? Or you guys don't really do shenanigans. Do you want to fill uh, everybody in? So our friend Becca's birthday was in June. And do you want to say what we almost did for Becca? Okay, well, I need to set the seed a little bit, okay? Go for it. So, for as as we mentioned, we love to have a good theme for a birthday, right? And when we like to plan our friends' birthdays, we're like, okay, we need to choose a location, give it a ridiculous theme, have some fun, as a true millennial does, right? And so Becca is notorious for being the most difficult person to plan a birthday for like I don't know what it is like I love Becca to death but like her past birthdays were so hard to plan so this year uh, me and our friend Adam were like we're taking over we're making this happen but we had to provide Becca we provided her like I kid you not like 15 different options for her birthday Diana is not joking there are text messages with the receipts of all of the things that they actually tried to do for like plan out and I just want to give you some some examples like at one point we were gonna have like a prom themed birthday for her and we were gonna like rent like a I don't I think it was like a barn or something and we're gonna make people vote for prom king and prom king at her birthday and she was like oh I don't want to wear a dress damn it and then we were gonna do like a Cruella DeVille like Disney villain themed party and then we're gonna do like a pirate themed party at this bar that had um a beach on the lake it was like a whole thing and then like five minutes before we were about to send out like the invite for like the pirate one she's like "Ooh, can we do a 90s party at this other restaurant that i said i didn't want to go to but i do i was so mad that's not the point of this story the point is we also had this brilliant idea that was inspired by one of the fake apps that we talk about a lot on this (laughs) podcast called swipester I find Swipester to be, like, probably one of our greatest fake inventions. Like, if there are awards for fake apps that don't exist, Swipester's at the top of that list or close to it. I also want the, like, in my brain, the icon looks like Swiper from Dora the Explorer, but with hard eyes. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but I love it. I think that does make sense. So, I forgot how we got on this topic when we were talking to Beck about planning her birthday. But I think it was something we were, like, watching The Bachelor. We were like, oh, what if we plan a party? And to get into the party, what you have to do is everyone makes a fake, in this case, Swipester, Tinder, whatever, makes a fake Tinder for Becca. Everyone who's invited has a login information. And then they each have to bring, like, one match for Becca. Mm-hmm. in this case and we're like okay becca here you're like you know 20 potential options but again none of these like guys know in this scenario which is also probably really shady but then it turns <laughs> like into like a live action bachelor like what would happen in real life and the whole thing is is that the men who go to the party or the matches or whatever don't know that they weren't actually A, talking to Becca, and B, they don't realize that there's 20 other people competing to be Becca's date at the end of the night. Right? Like, who needs to be the prom king and queen where you can get the final rose on the real-life version of The Bachelor, sponsored by Swipester? 
Yeah, so that that's the whole point is that you basically imitate one of your friends on a dating profile because what could go wrong? You swindle some poor guy into going to some somebody's birthday and then you hope that your pick wins out. It's a positive type of catfishing, if anything. I mean, does this constitute catfishing if the person does, in fact, exist? Yes? No, that's the whole point. Did you watch Catfish the Show, Jackie? I guess not. Truth okay, so, so first off, Neve came to my college, and I have a selfie with him. It's like a whole thing. Not the point, though. It's like, but if you watch the show, what would happen is they would, like, um, track down the catfish... And a lot of times, like, they would take photos, and it would be, like, someone who they knew in real life who was, like, more attractive than, like, the actual person. So they'd be, like, pretending to be, like, oh, this is, like, Steve or something, and he's, like, hot AF, and I'm going to pretend to be him. But in reality, Steve is, like, Joe, who's, like, basic, and he doesn't want to show his face. So he's catfishing as a real person, you know? Okay, that's fair. So we are catfishing people, but with positive intent. There's a difference here. But, I mean, our, most catfish probably have a positive intent. Well, but this is actual positive intent. Uh, yeah, that's true. But like, I, I we feel are like... not doing it because we are impersonating other people's personalities. We are just trying to make true love happen in the age of dating apps. And I mean, I get that there's some like gray moral areas with this television show, but like, do you remember there used to be like total? Isn't there like Bachelor in Paradise and there's like stuff like that? That's like gray moral area as well. I mean, there's the real world. Fun. Oh my god! Okay. And then there's the real world challenge. <laughs> so I feel like. I watched the real world like way too young as a child. Like I remember being like seven years old and watching it, even though my parents said I couldn't. So I have like a vivid memory of like coming home from like second grade and like watching the real world Hawaii and watching like Ruthie be like super drunk and high and like falling into the pool and then calling the ambulance on an episode and me being like, Oh my God, not Ruthie. I was like seven. Like I should not have been watching this. And I also sort of feel like it'd be interesting to see your different friend group, like who your friend group would choose for you. If that makes sense. Like, um, wait, 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 Diana, is this who, who was it that they had a friend who people tried to set up with and they ended up with like, two unfortunate people who are way too similar and they're like who do you think I should be with oh I feel like I told you no this is like a twitter thread I was telling you about oh where... I thought it was like a friend of a friend no no whereas like this person was like there's like this twitter thread where it's like wow you it was something about being like you know when someone sets you up with a furry once it feels bad <laughs> when it happens twice you really gotta look at yourself in the mirror or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like oh my god. But, oh lord. I mean, what's it called? I think you're sort of, I think you're mixing it up with there is someone we know who dated friends of friends that we knew and had similar experiences to be vague enough. Yeah, that was the thing. I couldn't remember. I was like, there is something so specific about this of somebody being set up with somebody and then being set up with another person where they're like, who do you think I am? Who do you think I like? Not this person and not this person who's very similar. But could you imagine like 
we like okay so in this scenario we're saying becca but on this tv show it could be anyone but becca's our um our guinea pig for season one but like could you imagine it's like okay one friend's like oh here's a you know lumberjack looking dude right and then some other friend brings like oh here's like a crazy like you know muscle gym guy and then some other one is like oh here's just like a really rich old man you know what i mean it'd be like interesting <laughs> to be like oh so this is who you think my you know would be good for me and this is like the nice like it's the twist on like bachelor bachelorette bachelor in paradise is like since you're the one who's setting up your friend you can actually see like who they gravitate towards because like people are like oh who, what's your type and then all of a sudden somebody just says bon voyage to your type and is like no i bet my friend's gonna like this person yeah but what i would love to is like for all like the guys to be like um I can't, my brain just farted. Um, oh, I would love for all the guys who are the potential matches just to be like, okay, and become like friends. Cause like, oh, 100%. <laughs> like, could they share a confessional? Oh, yeah. They have to have a, we have to have a confessional set up. That's just not an option to not have one. True. But, but like, clearly there, there has to be something similar about them if we all think they'd be a match for this one person. But, like, in reality, that, like, similarity just makes them, like, a new group of 20 best friends. Did they get the next season of the show, or did they just, like, become bros for life? <laughs> season two is just turns into, like, um, the real world or, like, Big Brother. It's not even, like, a like love reality show competition. I like this idea, and I think it has true merit. So would you say that the one season is just that one night of the party, or is it, like, final rose situation where there's more than one date? I don't know, because I feel like if you do it, like, that one, it's like, well, I think it would be less, it's not, like, one episode, one date, and then you're getting, like, engaged, like, The Bachelor. I think it's then you're just like, oh, you go on to a date that's not with 20 other people. So is this, like, uh, do you remember the show Next? Yeah! Oh my god, with, like, the bus. <laughs> okay, I was really glad that you remembered the show and it wasn't just me. Do you remember, um, like, the facts they would give when they got out of the bus? They were so ridiculous. Jackie, what would be your fact you'd want to give when you got out of the bus? Oh, I carry a yellow backpack. That's fair, that's fair. I feel like that is very, like, sh- like something that's silly enough, but is also honest enough that it works. But they would be, like, so crazy. They'd be like, Jackie carries a yellow backpack, has never seen um, Bigfoot in the woods, and <laughs> has uh, pierced her ears three times with a potato, like, in the parent trap. Like, they'd be, like, so stupid. I mean, what would yours be? I don't know. Diana, afraid of raccoons. I mean, I the thing remember. is, is, like, that would totally be one of yours. It would be, like, Diana is afraid of raccoons, is a professional knot-maker because of your Girl Scout activities, and your Lasagna. third one would be, like, makes a mean... Lasagna. A mean Moscow... No, I don't know what your third fun fact would be. I don't know. I do make a mean lasagna, though. Okay, so it's going to be Diana is uh, afraid of raccoons, is an expert knot-maker, and makes a mean lasagna. Wow. Honestly, that's going to be my new Twitter profile. I mean, I think that you could definitely get some followers for that, and that's not even catfishing. 
the only followers I have are like those bots that are like follow for free 5,000 followers. I don't understand those, but I mean, true. It does just, I don't know. I got nothing on that one. I don't know. But I think we should go back to our Oh yeah, pitch. back to the show, back to the show. Okay. But yeah, so I, mean, I, I think we're like... onto something here because like who doesn't A, want to set up their friends and then B, who doesn't want to see who other people pair up your friends with? I know, and I think there has to be, like, some sort of, like, prize at the end, where it's, like, you're, like, the guy, like, uh, Becca chooses, or, like, obviously, this doesn't have to be just Becca, like, season, like, next but, okay, episode. But, what when Becca, or our guest, doesn't choose one of the people who we got there to date, but chooses one of the friends who tried to set Becca up? Oh. Well, whoever leaves with the dates gets a $25 gift card to Chili's. So you can and buy two a for $5 gift card to Applebee's? What are you going to buy for $5 at Applebee's? Oh, no, they have, like, those dollar, like, like margaritas. Yeah, and R.I.P. Chili's. Honestly, I'm still upset about Chili's. Okay, yeah. context for our listeners. There used to be a Chili's across the street from where we worked. Um, and then it closed. And, it's the and it only closed time- at, like, 2 p.m. on a weekday. And it's like the only time in the history of Chili's that a that a plate like a Chili's closed. Like to be fair, it was like the shittiest Chili's in the world, but like it was our Chili's, and that's what matters most in our hearts. Sometimes you just wanted to get some overpriced <laughs> Chili's for lunch, and you it's know true. what? You know what's there now? Nothing. It's just an empty shell of where Chili's used to be. Ooh, so, what if yes. what if this okay, what if this um show takes place at like in the meetup spot is like a chili's parking lot? Huh. And, and like are all the like, people bust so they realize that they're against twenty other people, or do they not know that they're against twenty other people? I don't know. Well no, they have well no, I guess it does have to take place at like a bar or a restaurant and they're going to think they're gonna like go meet the contestant, aka Becca in this scenario. They ha- I don't know. I think it'd be more dramatic if they didn't know. See, that's the thing, too. It's like, because then you also get a little bit more information on each guy of, like, how they approach the main contestant. Like, yeah. do they go up right away? Do they buy them a drink? Do they wait until, like, last call? Like, it says a lot about them. I know. But how will we know which ones are the contestants? I think that's also the interesting thing is. Oh, no, but we'll open up the app, the Swipester app, and we'll see the the matches. Is that how the show opens with, like, that, like, not really, like, a monologue, but, like, just the app opens and it's, like, the 20 people kind of scroll past? Yeah. What if people could have a real-time follow where, like, you see, like, the different people and, like, you can guess who, like, you remember how, like, American Idol when people <gasps> used to watch American Idol when they would, like, yeah. live vote? Oh, my God, yes. So there would have to be, like, a companion app where you would have, like, the list of 20 people and you would have to, like, see show? who would go. What? Is this a live show? I don't know. Is it? If it's I, like, on... Is Big Brother live? So, okay. So I started watching Big Brother this summer because my dad and my sister are really obsessed with the show, I guess. And it's, like, on four nights a week. It's crazy. Um, but, like, they have, like, a live 24-hour feed you can watch online at any time, which is insane. Um, but then they have, like, edited episodes, like, three nights a week. and the, But then on the day they, like, vote someone out, that portion, I believe, is live. 
but I don't think the whole episode was live. I think it's only like an hour. No, like like 20 minutes. I don't know. It's really difficult. But anyways, no one watched that show unless you want to get sucked in the entire summer to stupid drama. Also, if anyone wants to talk about last season, let me know because I'm really upset about it still. See? Exactly. So it kind of sort of is live, kind of sort of isn't. But I want, like, I want, the like, everybody, the viewers, to be able to get, like, more than just, like, 20 minutes of this random party of this friend group. I want people to get, like, almost a mini-series worth and, you know, go from there. Okay, so there was this one show on Netflix. Um, It was not, like, a reality show. It was a written show. But the concept, it was, like, one night out, but it was, like, split for an entire season see that's what i want so you just want like a real so we need to have a lot of cameramen it's gonna be so obvious jackie with all the cameras but i mean is it though they have to like have a sign be like we're filming like a music video and if anyone asks we have to be like oh it's for um shaggy why shaggy i don't know it's the first one that came to mind i was gonna say like backstreet boys well, no, the Backstreet Boys are higher budget than filming in a random bar. I mean, if it's in Chili's, it could be in sync. No! Just minus Justin Timberlake, because didn't they used to have that Baby Back Rib song? That was not in sync. Who was it? That was like some random human singing. In sync did not sing the Chili's Baby Back Rib song, Jackie. Can we, like, fact check the white girl? And by the white girl, I mean me. Yes. Are you Googling it or am I Googling it? You can Google it. No, I remember... Okay, there was, like, some movie that made a joke about someone being cut no, out No, it is totally... It's not. In sync. It's 110% in sync. I am sending you the link. I knew it. It's from a BuzzFeed 2003, and then I'm sending you the link that has the YouTube article in it. Like, the YouTube Jackie, of it. No! Oh, ew! What? Why are they on an island? I mean, why does Insync have a commercial for Chili's? No one knows. <laughs> oh my god, this is everything I hate. Oh my god. Wait, I love this photo of 2012 of Lance Bass holding a baby back's ribs in the Chili's. Chili's mm-hmm. menu. Could you imagine just like... um? Going to Chili's, and then you sit down, you look over, and it's just, like, Lance Bass sitting down. I mean, it would be pretty cool, a Chili's experience. Honestly? Okay, if you could go to Chili's with one celebrity, who would you want to go with? Maybe Stephen Colbert. Oh, that seems like a solid Chili's experience. Like, I feel like he'd be really fun to have dinner with. Yeah, I think What about you? Fair. I would go with Britney Spears, because I feel like she would appreciate Chili's. I think she would, too, but, like, so I don't think she'd get a sizzling plate, though. No, I think she would be like, oh, I'd rather have, like, Cracker Barrel. But, as you know, I've never been to Cracker Barrel. It's a thing. We've been um, trying to change that for a while now. We're having Cracker Barrel and Costco Day. with. Aren't we doing Cracker Barrel, Costco, and Crate and Barrel? Oh, and Cheesecake Factory. It's going to be a day, folks. It's going to be a day. <laughs> We're going to be like, Ugh. you're going to have to like roll us out of the last place. No, I mean, what else is new, right? <laughs> wait, wait, we're going to Crate and Barrel last, and then we're just going to nap on the couches. Mm-hmm. Wow, I just... It's back now. <laughs> okay, back to the podcast. This is what the people are here for. 
Yeah. Okay. So do we have an idea for what, so we know that the app's going to be Swipester and then there's going to be a companion app, but do we know what the theme song is going to be as all the people are introduced? (laughs) Jackie, what's the companion app? Oh, the companion app is when people are like, I choose this person or like get more information. Those like three fun facts. Oh, oh, I was just so confused. I was like, I love me a companion app that no one ever uses. Oh my God. Like, isn't that the best stuff of life when there's just an informational app that no one ever uses but comes in clutch at the most opportune moments when only one person has it on their phone? Jackie, can you stop being such a librarian at all times? Fair. It's hard, though. Like, life's hard, folks. Oh, my God. Okay, but back to our song, our theme song. Ooh, okay. Like, are you seeing, like, the kooks, like, via OC... Are you seeing like an Alexi Murdoch song? Now I want it Wait. to be in sync. Wait. I want it to be what I want you if back. It's what? what if it's the all-American rejects dirty little secret? <gasps> Sorry, I shouldn't have like guessed like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what have the all-American rejects been doing? I mean, Just this waiting, is their moment to come Waiting back. for this opportunity. <laughs> this golden moment. Ever since House Bunny, they've just been waiting for it. Was it was it the guy was in House Bunny? Yeah, he's the love interest for Emma Stone's character. Wow, what a career job Emma Stone has really made. True. So yes, I mean, I think Dirty Little. I mean, I would love for what if Instinct could be the credits, and then we get because we can't pay for the rights for their theme song, but we could pay for the All American Rejects. That's really true. Wait, the All American Rejects? Oh, they released an album in twenty twelve. Isn't it the Gives You Hell album? No, it's called Kids in the Street. Um, All of these songs look like trash, though, and the cover looks like it was, like, a weird um, Photoshop cover art of, um, what's it called? Like, what's that movie with Jared Leto, Leto as a Joker? Ugh, Suicide Squad. It looks like a Suicide Squad, like, fan art as a cover. But, like, the real question is, who designed Life of Pablo on clip art for Kanye West? Honestly, it's a look, Jackie. We're just not cool enough. I know, I do not understand high fashion, but, like, orange as the background. And then it is literally something that somebody did in, like, MS Paint. Jackie, today one of my coworkers didn't know what Yeezys were. Meh. <laughs> I was like, I'm, Meh. I'm so jealous that you live in that world. I mean, if that's the one takeaway, that's not the worst takeaway, but all this reminds me of is, like, the time you had to educate Charles about what true pop culture was when you had, like, the Paris Hilton in a car with Kim Kardashian. Oh, my God. Honestly. I am really glad that he now knows pop culture, and now he has a pop culture section on JuggaloJunkFood.com, because he's really honestly branding his blog out so well. He's branching out. He's branching out. JuggaloJunkFood.com. Check it out now. So, do you have a name for this show? Oh, I thought we were just calling it Swipester. So, we're calling it Swipester, but, like, is each season called Swipester, or is it, like, Swipester blank blank edition? Because, like, you know how it's, like, Bachelor and then Bachelorette and then Bachelor in Paradise? I don't know. I don't think we're going to get more than one season out of this before we get shut down. You come up with an excellent point here, my friend. We're going to get, like, two seasons in, and then there's going to be, like, a BuzzFeed article about how our show's not woke. But is any show woke? I mean, there's gotta be a couple. Like, the only show that's so woke 
is euphoria, but euphoria is so woke that it's, like, put itself back to sleep. Okay, so the only thing I've heard about that show is that there's some weird, like, One Direction, like, fan fiction in it, and that it creeped out um, Harry Styles and Louis. What's his face? I know who- Louis Tomlinson, or whatever his name is? Yeah, Louis. I will say this. There is a space for storytelling, and then there's, like, real people's lives, and I think those two things should be kept separate. Yeah, that's fair. Like, one can exist without the other. Could you imagine? It must suck to be a celebrity, and they'll be like, oh, someone just wrote fan fiction about me and, like, a toaster, and I hate everything. I mean, you could be Stephanie Myers, and then there could be, like, E.L. James in your life. And J.K. Rowling was the OG of it all. True life. That's so insane that, like, because of J.K. Rowling, we technically have Fifty Shades. Because, like, Fifty Shades is Twilight fan fiction and Twilight was Harry Potter fan fiction. I thought that Twilight was came to her from a dream. No, it was, like... Because like, she has, like, the dream sequence of the meadow that she couldn't get out of her head, and then she, like, kept writing. No, I remember reading, it was, like, originally Harry Potter fan fiction, where she imagined, like, um, them as vampires or something like that. I don't know, maybe I need to fact check the white girl. I'm, like, 97% sure. I mean, J.K. Rowling has done a lot in this life, so, you know. Well, remember when she released that, um... Uh, I googled Harry Potter Twilight fan fiction, but now everything is like Harry Potter Twilight fan fiction. Harry, Master of Death, and now I'm really scared to like click these links. Maybe we just leave it up to the fates. Hold on. How about we leave it up to the listeners? The listeners can educate us. Listeners, am I wrong? Press one now. <laughs> oh wait, did Twilight start as fan fiction? Okay, well, it's saying Fifty Shades is fan fiction. What is Twilight based off of? Oh, maybe Twilight did come to her in a dream. I don't fucking... Oh, sweet. I don't know. Because it was like the meadow scene came to her as a dream, and then she didn't, like, forget it. There's, like, a lot of things that had to happen with Twilight that, like, if she knew how famous she was going to be, she never would have published it. Slash, so many people said no to her, just like so many people said no to J.K. Rowling. You know what? I'm probably confusing it because my friend told me Twilight was the new Harry Potter. Okay, that person's just wrong. I was, I've spent, like, ten years, and I'm still sort of upset about it. Like, I'm upset for you. Like, you know... She was my Girl Scout sister, and she betrayed the Girl Scout promise to me. I mean, but they're... Uh, I'm so discombobulated over that statement. <laughs> what? This is, like, I have so many, like, logjam that I can't even, like, accurately, like, fight it. I'm just like, no, it just, that doesn't exist. That can't happen. Also, Jackie, do you know what the Girl Scout promises? What's that? I don't even know what the Girl Scout promises. Oh no, I have absolutely no idea. Okay, well one of the lines is like, it's like, on my honor, I will try to serve God in my country to help people at all times live by the Girl Scout law. So I feel like the help people at all times part was the part that she did not help me with. With her life. I mean, I'm just impressed that you remembered it. 
first off, I was a Girl Scout from being ages 5 to, like, 10, 11, 5th grade, whatever, however old that is. Okay, Diana, I was a Girl Scout from 1st grade to 6th grade, so... <laughs> one year last, so you should <laughs> So... So you were a much better Girl Scout than me. You saw far more cookies. I was a great Girl Scout. Oh, man. I know. All the memories. So cute. Wait, okay, I just have an idea for our show. Okay, shoot. Just really quick. You know how that there's that new show, The Masked Singer? Oh, uh, yes. I still don't understand that television show. I don't. The only thing I think is really rewarding was that I heard via a separate podcast that Lindsay Lohan is one of the judges <gasps> in The Masked Singer Australia. Oh, I thought you meant, like, that in America, I got excited. But I was like, can we have a twist where, like, at the end, they're like, Becca chooses the person or whatever, and then Becca takes off her mask, and it's like, not even Becca, but Becca's, the real Becca's been, like, observing from a distance, and then she's like, I really choose, like, it's some really Wonka bullshit at the end, you know? But I love it. <laughs> Is that too much? Like, Becca has, like, a like a doppelganger slash you only see from the back. Like, you only see, like, the, the guy's faces, like, the matches' faces. And then it cuts to the booth when, like, Becca's eating popcorn being like, I like this one. Or, like, that one's hitting on so-and-so. Or, like, this one's hiding in the bathroom doing cocaine. Like. Oh, my lord. I like that. Just, like, that last second pullback and being like, <laughs> ha-ha. Basically. Okay, Jackie, I think we've gotten all we can out of this podcast idea. I mean, I think Swipes are super solid. We have the title, we have the app, we have what the exposition is going to be, we have the theme song. I think my last question for you before we tell everybody where to find us is, do you see a host for the show? Or like somebody narrating? Ooh, I want it to be like the narrator like style from Jane the Virgin where it's just like <laughs> I was thinking like Ron Howard from Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah, some like all-knowing narrator where it's like um Kevin approached or Kevin approached Becca thinking that he had a smooth pickup line. He did not. Like something stupid. Like I think this is a wonderful idea and I think like the caveat of this is like Becca, please approve letting us use your likeness for this. I mean, we think you're really awesome, Becca. We will let you, Becca. You can be our guest co-host again on the next episode. Oh, 110 percent. Oh my lord, she's gonna. But until then, Diana, do you want to let her know where our lovely listeners can find us? Oh my god, of course I do. Um, you can follow us on the Twitter or the Instagram. It is Hire Us Hollywood. Um, also, if you have like a great idea, you want to pitch a like store excuse me story tv show to us or you just want to like email us and tell us that we're weird um you can do that it's hollywood mm-hmm. at gmail.com um and i think that's all am i forgetting oh we have a website um just google hires hollywood just it will show up i'm guessing i haven't checked um <laughs> i mean let's assume that the internet works this way yeah but yeah or if you see us in the streets and you know who we are just yell at us and we'll say hello you can just be like, hi, it's Hollywood, and then we may or may not actually realize that you're talking to what us, the- but if we do realize we're talking to you, like you're talking to us, like we'll totally talk that we'll go, huh? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, or maybe, so true, Or though. maybe we won't. Who knows? Anyway. Time will tell. And until next time, bye, friends.